Hello and welcome. So much to get to on this, the end of the year 2020, Chewing the Fat. I'm going to start with an ad, a sponsored message email that I received that sounds too good to be true. And you do know what they say, right? If it sounds too good to be true, say it with me, it probably is. So it's uh, under the uh, auspices of hang on to your seat for this one. New research shows that the U.S. Treasuries are scrambling to distribute 940 million unclaimed checks. And collecting these checks is straightforward. Just follow these three steps. Search for your name on the official list, and it gives you the link. Fill out one page on the Secure Government website to prove your identity. Collect your checks as soon as one week later. Not everyone will have money waiting for them, but you've got a good chance. It's a free search, so you may as well look right now. The link below will even show you how to increase your chances of finding checks by 98.1% gives you a link to get started yours in smart speculation brian botellarelli the head trade tactician monument traders alliance p.s the average check is for about fourteen hundred dollars i found two for myself searching for and claiming these checks is completely free learn how to potentially collect your checks by next week click here i just want to be clear there is not a chance on this earth that I click any of those links in that email because I know while it's possible that this is an absolutely true plan and that there is money out there with my name on it. I feel like these are the federal government officials looking to arrest people that have warrants to their name. And I'm afraid that it's possible somewhere in this country I may have a warrant out for my arrest. I mean, I don't know, but they would. And there's no way I'm clicking on that link, letting them know where I'm at. Not a chance. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, some, some good news and some kind of cool news. Jupiter and Saturn will appear to touch in its closest conjunction since 1623. I mean, it's incredible. It's gonna be really incredible. It's the Christmas star, really, is what it is. Um, just after sunset on December 21st, the two planets are really, I mean, they're so close, they could just reach out and touch each other at 400 million miles apart. But they appear to touch through our eye illuminating the night sky just days before Christmas and it's the it's the Christmas star and they've already they're already in the sky my wife has already started taking pictures and documenting as they get closer and closer to each other and we're going to have at least this year 2020 at least this year we're going to have the Christmas star now I want it to be a good thing don't make me think that it's a bad thing that it is this year that we're seeing the Christmas star, okay? It's a good thing. Don't look at me like that. It's a good thing. All right, and I know it's Fat Pile Friday, and I've got a ton of Fat Pile headlines to get to. We're going to get through them all, but I can't end the last show of the year without talking about Operation Varsity Blues. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, yeah, Operation Varsity Blues. So I would love to be able to tell you that news has broke right now that Lori is getting out of prison, but it hasn't. So my prediction still could come true because I'm recording this for those of you listening live on the 18th of December 2020. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's coming up, uh, you know, in the Friday afternoon. So, I mean, it's possible that news could break that they're letting her out, but it looks doubtful. So, uh, I know that the official release date is next Sunday, the 27th, which they never release people on the, you know, Saturday, Sunday or legal holiday. So you're looking at Christmas on the 25th. So it's the earliest that she could get out according to this would be the 24th Christmas Eve, which is not a holiday, which has made me think that they would let her out this week. But that means that she's going to get out probably Monday or Tuesday of next week, right? I mean, are they going to make her wait till Christmas Eve to get out before they kick her out? But that would just be cruel and unusual punishment if they did that. But they might because they all think it's such a horrible thing that she's, you know, paid for, she paid just, for her children to go to college and get an extra education, the horror of being a bad parent with money. So, uh, you know, it's, it's possible my, my prediction was off by a couple of days, but we still have a little bit of time left before my prediction is completely wrong. Especially when the ongoing saga of Operation Varsity Blues continues. Oh yeah, Cannon! <laughs> Tonight's episode, Country Blues. But really, we're talking about Operation Varsity Blues. <laughs> so everyone's in the mood for Christmas. Even this mom in the UK is uh, giving herself some Christmas presents. She has spent $10,000 on veneers and Botox, while the story says she's refusing to buy her kids Christmas gifts. <laughs> and then you read the story and she's, you look, she's, uh, she's got a couple of kids, 15 and 13, make their own money if they want gifts under the tree. She's calling the Scrooge move, no gift COVID Christmas. They have to buy it for themselves, okay? Now, according to this, she deserved the blowout amid the harrowing COVID-19 pandemic. It stressed her out a lot, and she's needed to, uh, you know, get these veneers and get some Botox. Look, she has her OnlyFans account, and she's trying to make some extra money and needs to look good for that, okay? According to her, she then compared herself to Kris Jenner. So she's excited about that. She's saying, I'm pushing uh, Tanisha and Jaden to become Insta-famous and TikTok stars. They'll thank me one day. I know it sounds harsh, but they're on their social media feeds, doubling their efforts, pr promotion deals, just like the Kardashians and Carly Jenner. So consider myself a super mom for inspiring them. Okay, well, we'll do that. All right. But you go ahead and spend all that money on veneers and Botox and fillers this year. And gosh darn it. She was furious when she couldn't fly overseas for the surgery. She had to wait and get it done here. Gosh darn it. I just couldn't do it. My kids know that I love them. That's what matters. 
and I have to have perfect teeth for my Christmas turkey. Right? Right. Of course. And you read that, and then you read the story of uh, Jocelyn Cano, who is the Instagram influencer uh, and swimwear designer, apparently now has died. I know. I know. She had uh, surgery. She talked about it, I guess, on her stories or her TikTok stories. She's dubbed the Mexican Kim Kardashian. Uh, she traveled to Colombia to get a Brazilian butt lift. Weird that you wouldn't travel to Brazil to get the Brazilian butt lift. Anyway, um, her Instagram page wasn't updated since the 7th of this month. She has 12 million followers. And she has her own swim line, the Jocelyn Cano swimwear, swimwear. Her LinkedIn profile states that she had studied microbiology at San Diego State University. Just because it says so doesn't mean it's true. And, uh, you know, she, she the last post that they show in this story from Jocelyn Cano at 12.9 million followers on her gram uh, has her in one of her own bikinis. And the tag is constantly evolving. Now, I will say that uh, a lot of people would say that she looks great. A lot of people would say that. But she's got big followers. She's got her own swimwear. But the sad news is she passed away. But when you get down here into the uh, into the nuts and bolts, man, wow. So Brazilian butt lives, which involve grafting fat from one area of your body to the buttocks, have been at the center of a number of premature deaths in recent years. Many reports of surgeries gone wrong. Uh, there's a sh- shocking rise in black market butt lifts. <laughs> hey, want to come over? I'll give you a butt lift. <laughs> it's called Snapchat dysmorphia. And it's the surgery is one of the fastest growing cosmetic procedures in the U.S. 250% it has soared since the year 2000. Wow. Uh, the association, the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, has estimated that one in 3,000 people who get the procedure have died from it. Amazing. I know. Really amazing. Kind of scary, actually. But one in 3,000, you figure, eh, you got a pretty good shot, right? <laughs> and who doesn't want to have, you know, fat, grafted from one area of their body to the buttocks. Right? That's what I thought. Who doesn't? Uh, Last week we talked about uh, the credit cards uh, are not allowing uh, to be used on Pornhub. And Pornhub was really wound up and they should be. I mean, it's costing them a lot of money. They have just purged all their unverified content from the platform. Uh, you know, they're trying to get, trying to get that, you know, credit card back, uh, be able to use the, for the money. So we'll see how that works out. And that going on as well as the son in Michigan who wins a lawsuit. He won the lawsuit after his mom threw away his best pornography magazines. I know, right? So a Grand Haven couple will have to pay for disposing of their son's pornography collection. Wow. I know U.S. District Judge Paul Maloney in Kalamazoo granted the son's request for a summary judgment in his favor. 
They have until February to file written submissions on uh, on damages. So according to this, the kid moved out and he left boxes at the house to be sent to him in Indiana. He expected them to uh, be delivered with his belongings. He later realized that the dozen boxes of pornographic films and magazines were missing. His father said, frankly, David, you did a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. So I guess he moved back into the house and they said, you can move back in as long as you don't bring your porn with you. And he brought it with him, obviously. And then they got into a fight and they called police and they kicked him out for a few days. And he said, you know, I want to get back in and get my stuff. They wouldn't let him back in. And then they wouldn't let him get his stuff. So then they said, well, we'll send you your stuff. And then they got rid of it. But they saved some of it in a safety deposit box because they thought it might be illegal porn. The police has now looked at it and said it's not illegal. There's no child porn. There's nothing, none of that. And so, you know, it's okay. It's okay to have. So I guess he got that back. But the judge is like, no, uh, that was his property. You already admitted to destroying it. You're going to pay for it. So there you go. That doesn't really, as a former former uh, antique pornography collector. Uh, I can tell you that when those types of things go away, you never get them back. You never get them back. There were some things over the years in the, in that, in my collection that I wished I still had. And while I can't blame anyone but me, because it was just a matter of being done with it. Uh, Looking back now, I should not have been done with it uh, because it would have been a lot of money right now. And I can understand this guy's frustration. (laughs) So, you know, at least he's going to get a little lunch money for his porn. So shut up. So it's looking like we have a new dinosaur. It's about 110 million years ago, along the shores of an ancient lagoon in what is now northeastern Brazil. A two-legged chicken-sized dinosaur made a living hunting insects and perhaps small vertebrae like frogs and lizards. And it is a weird-looking thing. It structures... uh, mane of hair it also boasts two unique stiff ribbon like features probably made of keratin uh makes up hair and fingernails and it protrudes from its shoulders and it's really this weird looking kind of chicken thing but its name is ubirajara jubinus yeah you heard right ubirajara Jubitus. Ubirajara Jubitus. And it's a weird looking thing, but it's a new dinosaur on the face of the earth. Well, a new old dinosaur that's no longer with us. However, we do keep hearing over and over again, and I, I, I drive this home and it just drives me insane. And we keep telling that we're losing everything and the earth is dying and nothing is coming through. We've found... 156 new plants and fungi this year 
already. Okay? And they also found the ugliest orchid in the world as among some of the new plant discoveries of the year. Now, this orchid, which is really weird, found at Heathrow Airport. (laughs) It's somebody trying to smuggle something and threw it into the dirt. I don't know. I don't know, but it's a weird looking thing, man. It's kind of a toadstool, bizarre, scaly scrub that uh, is really weird, but it's at the Royal Botanic Gardens in the UK, and it's at the Heathrow Airport, and okay, it's the ugliest orchid in the world. I gotcha. But they claim 156 new plants and fungi uh, found this year. So uh, things are still being created. Amazingly, the earth adapts and overcomes. Huh. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of is. As we head into the break room, I wanted to give you just a little bit of sports update as well. Uh, Russia has been banned from using the name and flag and anthem at the next two Olympics. Banned. Okay, they can't even they can't use their name, they can't use their flag, that they can't use their anthem. And they're blocked from bidding to host any major sporting events for two years. Now, they're still gonna be allowed to compete at next year's Tokyo Olympics and the 2022 Winter Games in Beijing, as well as world championships, including the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. But if they aren't implicated in doping or covering up positive tests, hmm. So we better hope that that doesn't happen as far as they are concerned. But they said that the the one proposed team name at major events, so the name Russia can be retained on uniforms if the words neutral athlete or neutral team have equal prominence. (laughs) So their jackets are going to be Russia neutral team. (laughs) oh and they had to pay 127 million i know to the uh, wada so okay bless your hearts just pay us a little cash you're going to be banned we don't want to see your flag we don't want to hear the anthem we don't want to uh we don't want to we don't want you know what we don't even want to hear your name okay you can put russia on the back of your jackets but a neutral athlete or neutral team better be just as large as russia on those jackets okay or maybe you just pull out and don't show up at all maybe that's a good idea huh russia and then we have the cleveland indians who are bending the knee to the mob to the rage mob and getting rid of the indians so it's no longer going to be the cleveland indians yay now they said the new team name will not be immediately announced so is it going to be just like washington uh the washington redskins football team where it's just the washington football team so now it's just going to be the cleveland baseball team that's great that's wonderful and one of the other things that we can look forward to this weekend if you're those of you listening live here on the 18th of december uh 2020 we have tiger woods and his son which was really kind of cool tiger woods and his son is participating in a golf outing and there was footage of them hitting drives together 
his, I think he's 11 now, and Tiger and his boy doing drives together. It, they, it was remarkable. They looked the same. It was, it was just fun to watch. So it might be a little heartbreaking to watch Tiger and his boy out there doing a little golfing at the PNC tournament, but could be fun to watch as well. go to the break room (laughs) we all need something cold to drink go ahead grab it there you go and just take a long sip of that ice cold refreshing beverage oh oh my gosh it is so good all right uh you're listening to this uh in the break room we haven't done any really royals update lately i've kind of been bored with them i know they just signed the new spotify deal harry and megan we told you about that here on this show that it was going to happen and it did so they got the next netflix deal they got the spotify deal and you know they're just out making some money and people are pissed about that about the spotify deal and uh they're you know drop the dushes uh, is out there Harry uh, is going to uh, probably go back for some Christmas with the family. He's getting back in good graces. I know he uh, he may do a Zoom Christmas with the prince. You know, hey, his grandpa is dying. Right, his grandpa's getting really old. So is grandma, actually, by the way. Oh, so is dad, by the way, really. And I know he and the brother are mad over the Princess Diana uh, interview that just happened. And Megan, uh, you know, just one that made a special TV appearance to honor some special heroes, and they were calling her the Duchess, and I'm like, newsflash, uh, she's not that anymore. So I'm sure she didn't have anything to do with it, but you know, she can't be uh, she can't be using that. So you know, we'll see. But mark my words, mark my words, the day is still coming where Harry and Megan are no more. And when that happens, you're going to say, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher called it. Which is why if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber to the podcast, (laughs) that's a problem. Okay? That's a problem. What you need to do to turn your life around here as we end 2020 and we head into 2021 is become a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. So just choose a platform that you like to use there's a plethora of platforms out there like itunes iHeartRadio, stitcher spotify for instance and subscribe to chewing the fat with jeff fisher now if you don't want to use one of those platforms choose another one but most importantly subscribe to chewing the fat with jeff fisher okay <laughs> okay turn that frown upside down and Make your life that much better by being a subscriber. Okay, so if you subscribe to Chewing the Fat, it's free. I know. And it's okay. But if you're listening now and you're not a subscriber, you're just a freeloader. Uh, you know, I, you're listening, but you're not really a participant. You're a freeloader. Nobody likes a freeloader. But if you're listening and you're a subscriber, well, then you're a freeloading subscriber and everybody loves those people. So it's important to become a subscriber. Okay. Okay, good. Thank you. 
Thank you. And you might as well, I don't know, follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Might as well follow me on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Parlor, Jeff Fisher Radio. May as well come along for the ride. Heck, you might as well just subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. As long as we're here. It's Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Just go ahead and subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher on YouTube as well. A couple of things coming uh, down the pike. Uh, don't forget that uh, I, I will be reissuing the Baby It's Cold Outside Christmas edition with uh, myself and Chris Cruz as we as we uh, sang the uh, the Baby It's Cold Outside rendition. It's our version, and it's beautiful, and it will get you into the holiday spirit like almost nothing will. And I also found a video last night. I'm looking through some of my cloud-based... I, I was told that my I was told that my Google Cloud is getting too full, and you need to empty that out or buy some more space. And so I started going through to see what's you know clogging it down. I found a video in there that Stu and I did as I was and I was uh, I was playing Hillary Clinton, and I did the bit on radio on Glenn Beck radio program as I was reading excerpts from her book. I don't remember how long ago this was. It was, you know, quite a while ago and uh, whatever. But after the radio show, Stu and I did a, it sounds like we were doing it for Facebook, but I don't even know if we ever posted it, is that we did a bit where we did the rest of the excerpts from the book that didn't make it to the radio show. And it's about five, a little over five minutes long. And it's really funny. And it was such a good time doing it. I'm going to post it on the YouTube channel here next week. It's really funny. I mean, I watched it last night and I, I, I did, I, I did LOL. And then my son wondered what I was watching. So I started it again and he was laughing and we were like, we've got to post this. So even if it was aired or posted somewhere at one point, it's well worth watching again. It's really funny. I may have to go back and find the, the segment on the radio show where we did the excerpts there during the radio show. But the bit between Stu and I and the other experts uh, or the other excerpts from the book were, is really funny. And so I'm going to post that. So just another reason that you should subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, just enjoy. That's all I ask. Just enjoy. So congratulations in order to a Kansas girl, 14 years old, who shot a deer. <laughs> That's not why she has the world record. But she has the world record for 42-point buck. Incredible. Right now, this girl's only 14, and you think this girl, she's out deer hunting, wandering through the woods. No. Uh, it's her family's property. They're out there. These It's all set up. They feed the deer all year long. I've been on these farms before. She said that uh, she killed the buck that they spotted about three years ago. And the sister passed on it, and then the dad passed on it last year because it was pretty broke up. And this year, he just came through the woods, and man, he looked good. And she dropped that thing like... <laughs> she dropped that thing hard. Now, this happened back in September. You got to wait a 60-day drying period to count, to get the hard count on the rack. And uh, when they did the hard count, there you go. That's what you got, baby. 42 points. That is awesome. And, uh, you know, she said, look, I was with my dad. And as soon as I shot it, we got out of the blind and we got to it. And I was happy then. It was probably the best moment with it. And so now, 
now it's kind of cool that it's 42 points and stuff, but you know, it was just, you know, it was just killing the thing with my dad. <laughs> that is awesome. Congratulations. Hey, and back in September, we talked about uh, Walmart was planning on investing in TikTok. And we thought, okay, I mean, we know that TikTok is kind of in trouble here in the U.S. and wondered, you know, what was going to happen if they were going to be the American buyer or who was going to be the buyer. And, uh, you know, is TikTok going to get banned and is would give Walmart, uh, you know, what are they, how are they going to work it out? How are they going to make it happen? And the jokes were, you know, what is Sam's club going to be on Twitch now? And, uh, which is probably not a bad idea, but now Walmart is teaming up with TikTok. Uh, TikTok is still in limbo legally. So they're going to test out a pilot version of shoppable content on the platform. 10 of the biggest TikTok creators, and I don't have to tell you this, Michael Lay and Taylor Haig are going to display Walmart fashion items in a live stream on the profile. And during their displays, pins will pop up for users to click on and add to their carts. Online shoppers can also browse all the featured items after the event. I just want to be clear about something. We wanted to do this at the Blaze eight years ago we tried to get the 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 technology just wasn't ready for it because we wanted to do that with the 1791 stuff and it's just i mean i'm I'm happy to see that the technology has reached the point where we can do it but man we wanted to do this with the blaze it was at least you know eight years ago and we i wish we could have i really do now i know that facebook google and amazon have tried to integrate the social media and shopping but you know they haven't quite figured it out yet but you don't necessarily what you need to be able to do is have so that while you're watching a show and whatever it is if you whatever it is on TikTok on Twitch and uh, Facebook on Twitter when you're watching content and you see something you like you should be able to click on it and buy it just that simple click on that product pops up adds to a cart and that sounds like what we're doing with Walmart and TikTok. That's a good idea, man. That's a great idea. They're going to sell a lot of product. They're going to sell a lot of product. Now, you can argue about TikTok and not using TikTok and what's wrong with it and what's bad with it. And I'm all for it. And I'm with you. But that type of technology is going to be used heavily. It's awesome. It's awesome that it's being used. Now, I'm surprised they're not using that technology on Pornhub. (laughs) Uh, You know, you see a product, just uh, click on it and you can purchase it. I really am uh, surprised that that is not happening. But we did get the news that sex doll sales are through the roof. Through the roof. Okay. Uh, Sex doll sales in New York City blowing up through the roof, man. Okay, and it talks about here when it comes to two to three thousand dollar love dolls. Well, I got to tell you, if you're going to real dolls, uh, they're maybe a little bit more expensive than two or three thousand dollars, my friends. Okay, but uh, according to this, uh, there's a company, uh, uh, Silicon Wives and a sex doll genie that claims uh, sales in the cities this year have skyrocketed over 200 percent. Wow. Um, 
Brooklyn, 38%. Manhattan, 30%. Bronx, 22%. Queens, Staten Island, very little. Queens and Staten Island, not much happening out there. But for the uh, Silicon Wives, uh, sales are up 65%. Brooklyn Brooklyn is uh, doing some sextile business, man. That's 50%. Uh, Queens, Bronx, Island, Manhattan, the seven Manhattan's uh, low from Manhattan likes the other sextile genie dolls. They don't like the uh, Silicon Wives. But uh, I'm telling other cities, Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, all sales huge on these sextiles. So I'm a little, I'm a little, a little confused that uh, they're buying these cheap ones, man. It's got to be. There's got to be a reason. Why get the cheap ones? I mean, I, I look, uh, oh, two or $3,000 is cheap, huh? No, but if you're going to spend a few thousand dollars, as my dad used to say, it only costs a nickel more to go first class. as well talk a little food and why this particular product is not available in america i will never understand this must be made available in america asap okay in brazil mcdonald's has a cheddar dipping melted cheese bowl that you get you can dip your burgers in you can dip your fries and you dip whatever the hell you want in it is awesome why do we not have a melted hot cheese cheddar bowl to dip in here in America. This is America. This is happening in Brazil. No, this will not stand. I will not stand for it to happen in Brazil and not here in America. Three and a half ounces of melted cheddar cheese. You just add it to your order. I mean, you dip your nuggets in it. You dip your fries in it. Come on now. You get get a cheeseburger or whatever. You just dip your cheeseburger in the hot cheese. Man, that is America. Why is that not? I could almost cry why that is not happening in America. I'm hurt. Hurt that McDonald's is not allowing this to happen in America. What are we doing? Are we living in caveman days in the U.S. and not in Brazil? Are you kidding me? That will not stand. I will not have it. I won't. I will not have it. When Ben and Jerry's can have a god-awful change-the-world, the W-H-I-R-L-E-D flavor, with Colin Kaepernick, and it's going to benefit the Your, your Rights Camp, which is, uh, I don't know, a Colin Kaepernick business. And 100% of the proceeds go to that camp, which is, it's my camp, by the way. So, you know, that, that nothing could go wrong with any of that money. But they're helping them out with that. And the ice gets god-awful. It's god-awful. It, sound, it just does not sound good at all. It's a vegan, non-dairy, frozen dessert. Ugh. There's a caramel sunflower butter base with fudge chips, graham cracker squirrels, and chocolate cookie squirrels. Ugh. With branding giving the 1970s peace vibe. Change the world. Non-dairy, frozen dessert. Ugh. Ick. But we can't have, we can have that, but I can't have my bowl of dipping cheese from McDonald's. No, this will not stand. And we also have a recall, uh, you know, at least a sandwich scare 
uh, cannibal scare uh, in Wisconsin. Uh, they're urging families to pass on um, the holiday tradition of eating raw meat. Look, I like celebrating the holidays with the best of them. But if your annual tradition is eating uncooked meat, change your traditions. I'm with Michelle Obama 100%. We've got to change our traditions. Yes, we do. The Wisconsin Department of Health Services is urging residents to put down their cannibal sandwiches, also known as raw meat sandwiches, tiger meat, or steak tartare. It's a holiday tradition in Wisconsin. No. I say no thank you. But when you eat them, it's very possible you're going to get sick because of listeria, salmonella, campylobacter, any of it. It should always be cooked. So we got that going on. We got stupid Colin Kaepernick non-dairy frozen dessert, but we can't have a hot cheese dipping bowl like Brazil. This is uh, this is a problem. This is a problem. <laughs> and that gets me into people saying that uh, uh, the reports are showing that uh, people are stealing more. More Americans are shoplifting food as aid runs out during the pandemic. I mean, we did a story today on Pat where we talked about uh, 8 million more people have slipped into poverty. It's no wonder they're shoplifting for food. It's embarrassing. These lockdowns have to stop, man. They just have to stop. We've got to let these places open and people get back to work. You know, everybody says, you know, it's going to happen. We're just sitting by quietly. When is enough going to be enough? Somebody's got to do something. It is going to happen. And it's probably going to be sooner than later. Um, I, I believe people have had enough. I believe that I cannot be the only one who is, as an example, we'll just say, I, I use this as an example. Uh, I, I'm in, I'm in the kitchen. And uh, the TV's on in the living room, and I'm listening. I'm I'm doing whatever in the kitchen, you know, eating, looking for my Brazilian hot cheese bowl to dip my burger in. And I hear a story, and I the story is talking about something that's going on in the pandemic, some new mandate, some new rule, what's happening, some stories, and I think, F- you, just F- you. And then I do see here an interview with one of these douchebags that uh, one of these state governors, senators, and I think, fuck off, just, just fuck off. Now that's my inside voice. All right, I'm not saying that out loud outside. I'm not ho- hollering at the top of my lungs, which you know are just half masked right now. Uh, saying, telling people that it's just inside my house. Uh, it's just how I feel. It's just inside my house. And we're close to that being yelled at and lived outside of our homes. I cannot be the only one. I just, I can't be the only one that that's happening to. So when enough people have said that inside, it's going to happen outside. And when it happens outside, that is the line. That's the line. The line is, is when you're done saying I won't, I won't say it again. <laughs> when you're done saying that inside and you go and you say it outside, that's, well, you know, that's the line. That's the line. And the line, we're almost there. We're almost there. I cannot be the only one saying it in my own home and wanting to say it 
outside of my own home because enough is enough. Enough is enough. And we're coming up on the holidays. I mean, we're smack dab and the holidays are slapping us in the face. So let's just enjoy the holidays, okay? And then we can get back to telling everybody to... Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right. I don't know. I had so much to get to. and We don't have any time. And, uh, you know, I, I missed so much uh, being off this week. Um, bless your hearts. We're heading into the holidays. I mean, look, we found out that uh, uh, Google is getting sued by 35 states, D.C., Guam, and Puerto Rico. They filed an antitrust lawsuit against the company, claiming it built a monopoly over the online search market. Uh, duh. And that it's harming consumers and businesses in the process. Can they prove it? I don't know. Good luck, God bless. Who knows? And you know Google is going to fight it. I mean, Alphabet or Google, or you know, they, they've got a couple of bucks to fight it. And uh, it'll defend itself, no problem. And that having been said, then, uh, you know, Google got good news from uh, the EU regulators as it cleared the acquisition, the $2.1 billion acquisition of Fitbit. (laughs) So it doesn't sound like they're that concerned, but I don't know. I'm just, uh, you know, just guessing. (laughs) (laughs) and you know i talk about get reaching the f off point you know i look at these stories and i you see the sandy the california judge saying that the strip clubs can remain open but the churches can't the new jersey gym owners are being fined but you know they're over millions of dollars and they're defying the lockdown and in new york they're telling you you can't eat inside you can only eat out on the streets even in the storm and the original rule in new york was they weren't going to let you use the inside bathroom and then it was oh of course you could don't worry about that so i mean i just it's never ending and you know i heard uh Glenn this morning talking about what's going to happen to Trump after the election. And, you know, they're never going to let this guy alone. They're never going to let him alone. I mean, Mar-a-Lago doesn't want him living down there. Atlantic City is busy auctioning off. They're going to destroy his his uh, Trump plaza in Atlantic City. He's been gone forever, but it's still tied to his name and how they hate him so much. Is he going to be able to start a business? He can't. Twitter's already talking about blocking his Twitter account and banning him on Twitter. They're not going to let him do anything. And and I heard O'Reilly talking about, oh, he's going to write a book and he's going to work for the network and he's going to do that. Nobody's going to let that happen. They're not going to let him write a book. And, I mean, maybe he could self-publish, and it would sell, and he would do awesome. But he's not going to. Harper Collins isn't going to isn't going to allow a Donald Trump book to be put on the market under their name. Christ, the they'll burn that place down and never let it happen. Never. And any of those networks are never going to let him have a job there. It's just not going to happen. Uh, it's just it's just we're 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 almost at the 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 f off point. Really, we really are. But here's the deal. I don't want to be at the F off point because it's Christmas. It's New Year's. And I want to, I want you to have the best possible Christmas you can have. And I, I truly mean that. I want you to be with your family if you can be with your family. If you can't be with your extended family and you only can be with your, your inner circle family, then be with your inner circle family. 
and love them with everything you got and enjoy them as much as you can and just enjoy them and and just have a great Christmas and a happy new year. And we're going to be back after the first of the year and we'll be back at it and we'll just be a wonderful chew of fat after the first of the year, I promise. But until then, I just want you to enjoy the holidays and uh, enjoy your family and friends. And it's just like it was said years ago, if you can't be with the one you love or ones, love the one you're with or ones you're with. You, you get my point. I'm going to, I want to leave you with my favorite Christmas song of all time. And I love it. I listen to it year round, but I want you to listen to it and, sh- and just enjoy it and know that uh, I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. This comes from uh, the album Believe Again from Glenn Beck Presents, uh, an album by Clyde Bowden, who I love that man. And this song from that album is called Oh Come All Ye Faithful. It's sung by David Osmond. It's beautiful. And I just want you to soak it in and have a Merry Christmas. Oh, come.
Merry Christmas. Really, Merry Christmas. And thanks for listening. I love you for that. You take care of yourselves. We'll see you after the first of the year, okay? All right. (laughs) 